received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, Welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Greetings, fight enthusiasts. Welcome to UFC Las Vegas 62 edition of the Gamble Bout Business Podcast. No Gamble Bout Business Podcast initiates without a first and authentic shout out to the steady, loyal, and much appreciated people listening in the various countries and states as they are to our podcast. We're flattered. We hope to deliver profitability, especially as we race down the final quarter of the 2022 UFC calendar year thus far. Favorites 229, 114 and 7, 65%. That's about two percentage points higher than normal. Could we get some regression over these last few months? I sure hope so. We stand 93 and 103, 47.4% win percentage. That needs to go up a tick or two. We're just under three units of profit for the year, but we're profitable. 2% ROI, nothing to brag home about, but yet we are profitable and we're in perfect position to close the year strong. Our single point of focus over the next nine fight slates of 2022 will be to add to this profitability. Now, let's take a quick review of futures and disclose a rare change in one of the futures that we'll talk about in just a second. All our futures now are to be found in next week's card, UFC 280, October 22nd. Charles Oliveira plus 195. We released that at the time the line came out. It's much lower now. Brady, Sean Brady, Minus 120, he's at least minus 140. We have great advantage there. Chai Barajo fighting a Russian athlete, Mahmoud Muradov, open 240. Boy, I thought he'd go to 300. He's now at about 210 or 220. So we're on the wrong end of a couple of 20 cents of juice on him, but I love the position. I love his well-roundedness and I love how he matches up to the Russian. And then finally, Benil Dariush plus 165. That was released last week before two weeks ago's podcast. He's fighting Mateusz Gamrot. Gamrot currently 185 at a couple locations. And I'm gonna ask everyone that has Dariush to go hit Gamrot minus 185 right now. Yes, we're gonna be 20 cents on the wrong side of that bout. And that 20 cents will be discussed and accounted for 
in next week's podcast, but we have to come off Dariush. I'll tell you exactly why next week. Now, without further ado, let's head right into our four rounds for Las Vegas 62. Round one is a middleweight fight between Nick Maximov and Jacob Malkoon. Maximov opened at minus 160, Malkoon plus 140. By Monday or Tuesday, the price on Malkoon was down to 120, at which case he was released digitally. Now, for those of you that didn't get the digital release, Malkoon's current pricing to Maximov is Maximov minus 125. Malkoon plus 105. I tend to agree with the movement to the Aussie Malkoon, and here's why. Maximov is a young, brilliant, good fighter, got a strong wrestling background. We know he's authentic because he hangs with the Diaz crew out of Chico, California. So they're tight, they're real, but Maximov is young, and in this case, While he's three years the younger man, I'm not so certain his youth serves him. Now he's much bigger man. He's three inches taller. He's a southpaw. Also will have three-inch advantage. But really, I think he wants to grapple, stay in close. He's not fluid striking. On the other side, the Aussie Malkoon took his jitters in his first fight in the UFC and since he's shown dynamic growth and evolution in his game. Yeah, he's the shorter, more compact fighter, no doubt. But the three years of experience that he has, his age difference is reflective of a more mature young man as well. You couple that with his UFC experience, and I think you got a real reason to like Malkoon, the Australian fighter in this position. Any Malkoon price with a plus in front of it is worthy of a bet. He's currently plus 105. That's round one. Now let's go right into round two. Round two, undercard. These are Bantamweights. And man, this fight should really be fire. I never really have too high expectation for fights that are with athletes weighing less than 155 for a lot of fireworks and power and potential finish. But in this one, I have that hope exactly. Mana Martinez, who opens minus 165 against Brandon Davis at plus 145. This is Brandon Davis's second UFC stint. We know he's desperate. He's a grinder. He's got no quit in him. He's going to have a two-inch reach advantage here as well, experience over his opponent. The issue with Davis is, is that he can stand a little erect. His chin tends to get out there as he throws his shots, and he's a little bit chinny. In fact, in his last fight, which was an unusual circumstance, he got KO'd early by Dana Bacharel. Bacharel was fighting for his family and had a lot of emotion there. I think Davis caught Bacharel on a bad night. I look for Davis to bounce, and I look for him to bounce with aggression and might. However, The Glory MMA product, Martinez, he showed very, very well in his last fight, a loss to Ronnie Lawrence. Sometimes you watch a fighter and he loses and you make a little note. And I got that note because Martinez showed me heart, grit, determination, 
He's six years the younger fighter. He's going to have speed on his side. I love this fight. But more importantly, let's look at the total that opens two and a half over minus 185. Then it goes to minus 165. And currently today, over two and a half minus 130. So there's a lot of people believing this thing's not going two and a half rounds. And I think I'm one of them. I, I don't know which guy's going to catch the other. Davis better get to Martinez quick, or I think Martinez will find Davis. But this fight to go the distance is minus 110. The fight not to go the distance, minus 120. That's fair enough. One unit in round two to win 0.8 unit. Fight does not go the distance. Martinez, Brandon Davis. Now let's waltz right into round three. Round three, we're going to get to the bigger boys, middleweights. And this is the opening fight of the main card. We got Alonzo Menafield, 205 pounder, small, compact, all power, primarily a stand-up fighter, striker. And though smaller, has shown well in his last few fights. However, he can be emotionally uneven at times. The opponent, Misha Serkinov, a Latvian fighter, he moves back to 205 pounds. He struggled at 205 with big athletes, moved down to 185, fought the cut so bad that the 85ers were finishing him, and now he moves back to 205. He's primarily a grappler. He's got a porcelain chin, but he's going to have some substantial size here. Serkinov knows if he loses this fight, his chances of staying in the UFC are minimal. And Menafield comes in on some momentum. Menafield opens 215, Serkinov plus 180, and it's hovering just under that. Menafield minus two or minus 205 to Serkinov plus 175. I like Serkinov's size. I like the fact he's returning. I like the fact that he's desperate. And in a way, we're going to bet him. But I just don't think I can take him as a dog because I'm afraid of Benefield and his potential for power. The over-under in this fight, interesting. One and a half, minus 105 to the over. I think Serkinov is going to be able to get this fight in close against the fence and at least to the floor early. His whole foundation for success is to grapple. That means he's going to have to take this fight into round one or two and tire Menafield out to get him to the ground so he can hold advantage. I think this fight's going over the one and a half. Let's hope Menafield doesn't catch Serkinov too quick. And so in essence, round three, a vote for Serkinov is the bet on the over one and a half minus 105, one unit to win 0.95 of a unit. Now we move into round four. Round four, co-main event, Jonathan Martinez, Cub Swanson. Jonathan Martinez, he is a silent assassin, but he also tends to be a little bit mentally uneven. He stumbles when he shouldn't, i.e. four back, a Davy Grant KO by. He steps well up in competition for this fight after having beaten 
decent competition. You know, Morales, Perez, good fighters, but they are not the ilk of the opponent Cub Swanson in this fight. Now, what we need to know about Cub is that this fight is not 145 pounds. Martinez fights Bantamweight 135. It's Swanson that moved down in weight for this fight. And he showed on the scale to be calm, cool, collected. That's really what we needed to see because now at 35, Swanson isn't giving up so much size to these other guys. In this fight, he's given up years, like nine of them, Martinez 28 and Cub Swanson 38. As well, with that age, Swanson has a dynamic amount of experience over the younger Martinez, as well as he's been in with a higher level of competition. Over under on this fight, two and a half over minus 155. I think I see it the same way, but I like Cub Swanson's experience. He knows he's at the end. I think he's going to try and give us a dynamic performance. And I think if Jonathan Martinez doesn't bring his absolute best, Cub Swanson's going to beat him. In a fight where Swanson opened plus 155, and now has moved up in that plus 100 to 200 area from 55 to plus 175, I'm eager to take a stab on Cub Swanson in round four at plus 175. And now a few last thoughts. I had another opportunity in this fight card to try and release a dog, but we lost it in Brandon Royval. Also, Alexa Grasso in the main event, I really like her in the spot. However, she opened 185, now sits at minus 230, and Price is running away and gotten away from us. If you'll remember some weeks ago, we released her when these two were scheduled to fight originally. So we backed off Grasso, then thought we would even use her in a parlay. However, the Japanese phenom that the UFC is so hopeful for, the young man Tara, is fighting Vergara. And we were going to use Tiara with our friend Alexa Grasso in a little parlay. But Tiara's opponent shows up for a 125-pound fight at 129 pounds, missing weight by three pounds. That weight helps him with his takedown defense. It was just a terribly unfortunate situation that we couldn't use another position on this fight card. Four rounds, four units of investment, and next week we will speak again to count some profit. Thank you for listening, and good luck at the fight. been locked into Gamblue's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind-the-scenes access to the world of MMA. All the superlatives. Tomorrow's good that hand is ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. Bam! The legs go. I mean, that is clean. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.